The Grow Your Group Show, Episode 11. Giving you the tools you need to recruit more people, raise more money, and change more lives. It's the Grow Your Group Show with your host, Mike Cooney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow Your Group Show. I am Mike Cooney, your host. I want to get the business out of the way first. Uh, if you like the show, please go on to... Um, iTunes and give it a five-star review or onto Stitcher or um, wherever else you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, also, if you want to help out the show and support us, you can do your Amazon shopping through MikeCooney.net slash Amazon or by going to MikeCooney.net slash Patreon and making a small monthly donation. It helps keep the lights on and believe it or not. Um, there actually are costs involved in doing a podcast. I, and I, I know you're thinking, but the show is so cheap and amateurish. And it is, you know, so but you know, we're doing the best that we can. I want to start by thanking you for your patience. Um, show has been off for about a month due to some health concerns that I've had. And then we were going to come back earlier this week. And uh, the big storm that hit New England knocked the power out. So not only did we have no power, but I had... Two rather loud children running around, so that wasn't going to get done that way. So today I wanted to talk about Eagle Scouts. I think I'm going to do a few things in Eagle Scouts, and just because I've got you know, some Eagle ceremonies, but I've been in scouting since 1984 and got to be around a lot of them, and just want to make some observations, really about specific ones, and sort of direct this towards newer cub leaders. I think everyone will get something out of this, but I think if you're new, it helps to have the perspective that it's a work in progress. And all of our Eagle Scouts are works in progress. And we, we do, you know, as leaders, we do things that are right. We do things that are wrong. And it's a long road to get there. So last Sunday, I spoke at a ceremony for my buddy Roger. I love Roger. When he, I, he first came to the troop when he was 11. And I think I first met him at summer camp. And I was sort of assigned to keep him on the straight and narrow and sort of focused the boy, and not knowing him, I had no idea what a challenge that would be, and man, was it a challenge. Which is not to say that Roger was not a good boy. He was awesome. He was bright. He was clever. He asked a lot of questions, and some of them were good questions. And He was a nice boy, and all those things and more. But man, was he a handful. He had to love the enthusiasm, but he had no focus. I think I was thinking at the time he was like a caffeinated hummingbird. In every direction, all at once, at 10,000 miles an hour. And I vividly remember the conversation I had with him, which seemed to go on for about half an hour, about why he should take the sleeping bag, which had fallen out of his tent and was lying in the leaves next to the tent, and put it back in his bunk in the tent. And no matter what I said, I could not. I mean, he was listening to me, sort of. We were talking back and forth. He wanted to tell me things. I wanted to tell him things. He wanted to talk about going to the trading posts and, you know, the good time he had on the waterfront and the merit badges he was taking. And I wanted to talk to him about it's going to rain in 10 minutes and your sleeping bag is still on the floor of the forest. And it's not that he wanted a sleeping bag to get wet, but everything else was more important. And it was about the time when the first raindrop fell on his, his little mop top that all of a sudden moving the tent in became a good idea. 
And I tell this story not to embarrass him, but to give you a starting point, because I'm 100% sure that my scout leaders, when I was 11, could say the same thing. I was a frustrating 11-year-old. I had not the cleanest tent, and I'm not sure I had my sleep bag on the floor, but I wouldn't put it past me. And one of the nice things at the Eagle Ceremony was we get to talk to some of his teachers who noticed the same things about 11-year-old Roger. And the amazing thing is what the program does over the years. It doesn't do it overnight. Finally, with Roger, it seemed like there was a, you know, it was difficult, difficult, difficult. Man, he got easy. And it seemed to be about 15, sort of when the switch went on. But it doesn't go on fast. And every kid's different. So the frustrating ones really can hit you for a while. And the big thing, I mean, I think the big thing for me and the big thing for Roger was just getting on that first huge, life-changing hike. I did mine in, uh, in 1994. We went across New Hampshire. And it was tough, but you had one job, the not die. You know, have fun. You know, don't worry about phone calls. Don't worry about schoolwork. Don't worry about, you know. Stuff you worry about when you're 16 in high school. Worry about hanging out with your friends, eating when you get to eat, keeping your socks dry. And for Roger, he went on a 70-mile hike at Philmont. He actually did two. And it's amazing what happens when you're alone with your thoughts. And that's built into the program. You can't teach someone focus by sitting them at a table and saying, now you're going to focus. It doesn't work that way. If only it did. If only now we're going to come to the lesson where we t- we're going to tell you what focus. You need to really, you need to let them learn it for themselves and set them up in a way to let them learn for themselves. And and Roger was, has not been the only f- frustrating scout I've gotten to deal with. And I, I shouldn't say deal with. I've gotten the privilege to get to be around while they grow in amazing ways. Amazing ways. Some kids are overly just bouncing off the walls. Or if hyper is the right word, if I'm wrong, forgive me. Coming from love. But bouncing off the walls, kids. And then we get the shy kids. I can think of so many, you know, shy scouts that I've gotten to work with. And it's brought them out of that shell. Sort of the idea of, you know, if you want to really get a kid out of a shell, let him sing in front of 400 people at a campfire and realize that they're going to like him. You know, let's... It's a tough thing to do, but man, once you do it for the first time, you get that laugh or that applause. And hey, wait a minute, this group of people will actually like me when I do this. It's a big thing. I remember we did a we did a hike, and it was this was you know talk about mistakes. This was probably a mistake that we made. We did a first camp out for some newly crossed over Cub Scouts. They were Boy Scouts, but they just crossed over. They just got their air of light. I'm gonna say this was a march. And March is the right words because we did a seven-mile hike from you know through the, on back roads and it was a cold sort of wet day in early March with eight new scouts. I mean we had a troop of about forty-five at the time. Eight of them were new, and I think of of that eight, I, I believe we had four eagles and four kids who dropped out. So that was that was a mistake. But I think of that camp out a lot, and I think. Where did we go? I mean, just thinking of of the boys who, who who stuck with it, you know, the things that we learned about them on that, you know, on that first on that first on that first camp out, you know, the one boy who God love him, mom packed for him, and uh, a total handful, 
you know, wasn't listening, argued with every single thing you said. Everything you said was wrong. You know, we did a pack inspection, and I remember vividly, you know, seeing what was in his pack, and it was for this 11-year-old young man. He had his uniform, which he didn't need to bring his uniform for this particular trip, but he did, in a dry-cleaning bag and a coat hanger. No idea where he was going to use the coat hanger in, in the tent, even less of a use for the for the dry-cleaning bag. And the rest of the weight in that backpack was pretty much taken up with um, video game magazines. I mean, and there were some other things as well, but he was working a whole lot harder than he had to. And then, you know, sort of what our program is, is that six years later, I got to go and I get to be a part of his Eagle ceremony. And he was a different person. And within a few years from that, he was living on his own with a good job and he was leading others and doing the best he could with his life. I mean, so that's just sort of where you come from to where you're going. And that's sort of the most rewarding thing that I can think of is when we get to watch boys learn leadership to the point where not only are they taking care of themselves and controlling themselves, but they're looking after others and teaching others that self-control. And they're, you know, finding the things that were wrong with themselves, wrong with their, their own struggles and helping others to deal with those struggles. So I get to talk with Roger after the ceremony and now he's makes me feel old. I believe 19 because it took him a while to get the actual, to get the ceremony together, but talking with him about how he's now an assistant scoutmaster with the troop and dealing with kids doing the same things he did and how they can learn from that. And, you know, I told him not to be, not to be ashamed or even, you know, reluctant to tell the kids in the troop that, yeah, that used to be me or tell parents that, you know, it's, so what's the point of this particular podcast, other than telling you the story of my buddy Roger, is that I see online and in my discussions I've heard for years of Cub leaders who are completely justified in being frustrated with their Cub Scouts or their new Scouts. They drive you nuts. They make your hair fall. They turn you gray. They don't listen. They run around. They run amok. You know, they do everything possible they can do wrong. And I know it's frustrating. It really is. They drive you nuts. You want to just run around screaming. And that can be tough. On the Cub Scout level, it's tough because, you you know, it's you've got a bunch of kids in a small area and they're loud. And for most adults, myself included, you want quiet sometimes. And you're trying to get something done and they're not listening. But you have to realize it's a process. Sometimes they need to run around. And you need to see them for what they're going to be. And realize that you being there, even if they don't look like they're listening, they are listening. I mean, they may not be listening. You say, sit down. They may not sit down right away. But they're getting it. And the time you're giving up with them, even if you think you're not making a difference, the time you are. Hang in there. And I really hope that you can do what I've been blessed enough to do is to get to say a few words at the regal ceremony. Maybe tell a story that, that embarrasses them a little bit. And then tell them, as I got to do, how proud you are. They are how proud you are of where they got to from where they started. So uh, I think that's all for today. Uh, sort of a short one, but I hope a meaningful one. I hope this one helps you out. Like I said, if you want it, you know, it would really be helpful as we get to the holidays. 
to do your shopping at mikecooney.net slash Amazon. Also have a really cool deal you can get if you go to mikecooney.net slash campmore. Um, C-A-M-P-M-O-R if you've ever been to the Campmore catalog it's one of the best ones out there and if you go go through there mikecooney.net slash Campmore and enter the promo code SAVE20 S-A-V-E 2-0 S-A-V-E all caps 2-0 you can save 20% on any one item and they've got a bunch of other deals there if you're thinking gifts if you're thinking I want to be warm this winter you know get yourself some, some long johns some long underwear. That would be great. We will be back soon. I promise it will not be a month this time. I do want to go over some of the big things that are coming up. The biggest one would be rechartering and some of the new training stuff. But most of all, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. So thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, Happy November and have a great day because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Group Show. Visit MikeCooney.net to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time.